For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's good, bro? They do. We presidential tonight, right? You see this here? Obama 44, hold on, hold on, right? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, that was uh, first year, the inaugural year. Hold on. Yeah. How long you been sitting on this? Since 08. We're not opening this. No, we're not. Oh. <laughs> we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he got to eat, you know. Spike, spike the skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You got to light the wheel wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. I want to play uh, What's Going On by Marvin. Because I, I feel like it's interesting. I wanna I wanna make sure our minds is right for this discussion. It's interesting that in 1971 he wrote this song. He performed live. I know Fred's like, you know, two minutes too long, so I'll play a minute 30. <laughs> I gotta make Fred happy. You know, but Ocho, you gotta think about that, bro. Like that's 1971. One. He wrote what's going on. And I was watching a movie um maybe a month ago, and I don't know if it was Malcolm X, I don't know what it was. But I was like, man, this we're in the same moment. You know what I'm saying? Everything he's everything he talks about, the lyrics and everything he says resonates with the same time and the same stuff that we're going on today. Nothing has really changed. Yeah. The way it happens is changed. The difference is, is they're not wearing hoods anymore, but they're wearing suits and ties. They're wearing badges. Excuse my language. You understand where I'm going with this. I don't need yeah. to get in yes. depth. Yes. You know, it's it's different. I mean, the way I don't want to get all into it like that, but the way the system was designed is what we're seeing today. No matter how much we think we've gotten forward and what we've been fighting for, it will always be an uphill battle just based on the, the, the design. Period. And always. And, always. And with Marvin Gaye. Never going to change. It, it, it's, and, it's never going to change because the way it's designed is to give them a little bit. And what do we do? Yeah. And think we've gotten ahead. But at some point, they will show you and make you realize you haven't gotten anywhere. It's just little by little. The same stuff continuously happens. History repeats itself, which it continues to do, and we're in 2020. But what's changed? If the lyrics are still the same and everything they're singing about 50 years ago is still happening in today's society. What, B, what does that tell you? B, when was that song? When did the song come out? 1971 was going 71, on. 71, right? That's six years. And I've talked about this before on the pod. That's six years after... The United States told everybody that black people are equal to white people. That's Jim Crow. Jim Crow was that you're not equal. Black, black and white restaurants, black and white restrooms. So, guys, six years later, everybody's not changing their mentality. And and Chad, I'm going to tell you this. If black people are not equal to white people before that, the police force was the KKK. And if y'all look into it now, the research of it, the police force was the KKK. Was. Emmett Till's. As we just see Bri- Brianna Taylor, Brianna Taylor's people got off now, and that was a big, big topic last week. Emma Till's accusers got off as well. We're sitting here in 2020 when something that happened way back, and Emma Till was even before Jim Crow. This is talking about way back. Fellas, 
This is what this election's about. We have to change it. Chad, you made a great point. What has changed? And I'm going to ask it back. What has changed? Because if Emma Till and Breonna Taylor can both get killed, in, it, 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 Emma Till was dragged behind the truck, but Breonna Taylor was shot in her own home. If that can happen and the people that murdered them can get off, what really changed? It's a, gr- it's a great question, and it, I don't have the answer to it, that, it, but it, we got to find it. It is, but let, let, me, let, me, let me go here. So last week, one of three presidential debates happened, okay? 2020 election, we had Biden facing off against President Trump. Chris Wallace, he, pick, he picked six things to talk about, yeah. okay? He was the moderator. The six things he talked about was Trump and Biden's uh, uh, records. He talked about COVID-19, the Supreme Court, uh, the economy, uh, race and violence in our communities. Uh, he also talked about the, the, the integrity of the election. And <laughs> two things jumped out to me. Like, I thought this thing hit on both ends of the spectrum. You had some people where it's like, oh, this is just comical. And then the other end of the spectrum, people were like, this is a disgrace. This is the best of the best for us. These are the people who we're talking about. So the potential president of the United States. I don't know what jumped out to you guys, but, you know, I I just thought that's where we needed to start. The the entire, for one, the debate. The debate had different facets and people in my life watching politics that would never, ever. I got text messages from dudes that live in the hood. Yeah. Boy, you watching the debate? (laughs) Bro, how you watching the debate? And you sell dope for a living. What, is, yeah. what do you, that don't even correlate with what your, your lifestyle in general. Yeah. That is the impact that it has on everybody because of, I hate saying it, what Trump brings to the table because you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's going to happen. There's a certain entertainment value with the person that sits at the highest seat that represents all of us, basically, to where it's almost a laughing stock. That was a fucking shit show. <laughs> That was a shit show. Yes. I'm not in the politics. I'm not even going to sit here and lie and pretend that yeah. I am. But I understand the importance of actually voting and actually understand the importance of the individual that represents us as a whole. And what I The commander-in-chief. Yeah, commander-in-chief. I know my grandma rolling over in her grave. Yeah. And that, that's what it is, commander-in-chief, the president, the strongest nation in the world, fellas. Let's be honest. What did everybody around the world and, and our country, as Chad, I'm with you, bro, I had my homeboys that I didn't know they knew what Republican and Democrat means texting me, talking about, bro, what are they doing? What are we showing our children? Because my seven-year-old yeah. and my nine-year-old yeah. set up and watched that with me and my, my kid, wife. My kids watched as and well. They were, our, my kids were laughing. Really? Daddy, why are they arguing? Why are they talking over, each, over other? each other? I, we tell our kids, if, if your sister's talking, let her finish. If your brother's talking, let him finish. And we're seeing... The president and the potential president sit there and talk over each other, call each other names, question each other's <laughs> intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, this is stuff we did in seventh grade right. to make fun of people. Bro, you, you ain't got all C's. You can't be smart. Yeah. Bro, this is, that was childish. Yeah. Talk about I'm going to go further. I'm going to say that was childish what we watched last week. Yeah. Talk about his son. Now, now we, like, yeah, that, like barbershop talk. Bro, it's yeah. like two dudes in a barbershop arguing. About a, about a, just a topic. Yeah. Right. And, and I think Trump, he tried to, um, 
No, he had his points, his administration, his campaign management team. They gave him his points. He jumped completely off ship and went way left. Personal. But I think, right, right. I think what jumped out to me, though, is, um, you know, that when they asked him to denounce white supremacy and, and really by definition, denounce is just uh, publicly declared to be wrong or evil. It's simple. Just say I denounce white supremacy. It wasn't that hard. Yet he winked at him and said, stand back and stand by. What I think that meant is hold tight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got my shooters. Hold tight, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, you're on deck. I think um, for me what that meant is he also said, I don't know if I'll be able to give up control of the White House if I do lose because the election could be a fraud or could be rigged. Stand back and stand by. If he loses the election, we might see a situation where for the first time in this country's history, somebody fights and opposes to leave office. And it could get ugly. That's just my thoughts, my opinion. Where, I think where, it could get ugly. Where, where would it get ugly, though? Where would it? I've seen a few videos of, of some guys that consider themselves rednecks. What are they going to do? Where are they going to cause the problems at? It's not going to be in the inner city. It's not going to be anywhere where we live. Why not? Are they going to revolt? In this, are they going to revolt in a certain area? Who, who are they going to attack? I think I, I really think they got the heads up. Um, if they, in fact, wanted to start a civil war, because that's all going to be on Trump's and on his record. He doesn't give a damn. Well, I guess he does in one sense about the economy. But overall, in my opinion, this is my opinion. He is absolutely the worst president in, in the history of our country. Which Biden said. Say again. Which Biden, Bi said Biden did night. say that. He did say it. But also, I think that it wouldn't be it wouldn't cost them anything to have a civil war uh, take off. And for black people who necessarily don't believe in two way, you know, that's the rights to bear arms. You know, we're behind the eight ball. You got people that uh, uh, live in the boondocks. They stockpiling. They've been stockpiling for years. Yeah. So what does that mean for our people? And I know that might be a bit off, no, off what we're no, talking about, ain't. but it we ain't. have to, as, as no, black gotta, people everything's on the table or, right or minorities, we have to realize who we're dealing with. It, it's much bigger than the bully down the street, because this is a guy who's narcissistic. You know, he's divisive. He can't relate to the everyday person's struggle. And, but people, you know yes, crazy? they still go and vote for this guy. You know this, what's is, this is a guy who he was, he was spoon fed. He was given everything in life. Yes. How can I relate to you? And the people that follow him, you know, I got a question for them, really. You following his values and beliefs or you following his policy? Don't bullshit me and say you following his policy because it looks sexy. That ain't true. Because his policy, he hadn't yet okay, to, so what's the to tell us what his policy is. Okay, so what's the alternative? Because you said something last show. Mm -hmm. You said your grandma, I think my, my mama. it was your mama. mama said, who are you going to vote for? The lesser of the two evils. That, Which that, of really the two at the end evils? Of the day. So like you got Biden on the side. And he, you know what, what happened? The only reason we've seen a black president and, and Barack Obama is that he came on the heels of George Bush, right? I mean, somebody had to get, Bush had his eight year run where he, a lot of things happened that a lot of people were pissed off about yeah. at the end of the day. And Barack, his campaign was hope. Not a lot of people wanted to vote for Hillary. It was crooked Hillary. Joe Biden's campaign really is timing. Who wants to stick with Trump for another four years 
we know who wants to stick with Trump really for another four years, but who really wants to stick with him for another four years? This is the thing that when I watch Trump and I saw the anger and I watch CNN after the election, but also I switched to debate. Fox News, bro. I want to see the other side of it. I want to see both sides. I watch CNN and MSNBC, but I, I watch Fox for an hour and a half because I want to see both sides. Fellas, that whole stand down, what is it? Stand down and stand, stand by. Stand back and stand by. Stand, stand back and stand, stand by. by. He's not talking to us. He's talking to the 50% or 49% because y'all remember, he didn't win the Electoral College. I mean, he didn't win the, the, the popular, the, uh, popular vote. vote. He won the Electoral College. Yeah, so he got the right states. But the, the, the general percentages, he did not win the nation. He knows that he has to make his people happy. And cater to He them. has to cater to the people that so, love him. Bro, so, it's, like, it's like if you're, if you're uh, we're football players. If you're a Dolphin fan, you can say whatever you want about the Patriots and Jets, and the Dolphin fans are going to jump on. We're Dolphin fans, and he's amping up the Patriots, fellas. He's not worried about us. He's not trying to make us happy. The, 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 the white supremacy thing, he wouldn't denounce it, was him saying, I'm not going to say no to that. They like me. We don't, we, you know, okay, the, so, the, so, the so, Democrats so, so, don't like him. Okay. Why would I try to make him happy? Why would I try to okay, make him okay, happy? Okay, that's good. That's cool. That's cool. But here's my thing, right? Because I have a lot of people and they know we're having this discussion and there's a lot of politics. There's a lot of black people that support Trump. And you know why? Because they say I'm a Republican and it's not about Trump. I don't like Trump, but I'm a Republican. So I'm going to I'm going to hold my position. OK, so they're all about they're all about their position They're all about being a Republican. And it's hard for me to separate politics and just justice, humanity. civil rights, humanity, civil rights is the better is the better term. How do you say right now as a black person in America? And we nobody knows it better than us. We understand the game as athletes. We understand how the media can manipulate our words. Ocho, you can stand up there at the podium every single week and you can talk for 10 minutes and you say one little snippet that could be bulletin material. And that's what they're going to run. They're going to flip your words. So when you talk, when you think about Trump and what he's doing and how he approaches things, it's like, okay, we, we, we can understand it when he says, oh, fake news. And he can say like, oh, of course you guys are going to be against me because you guys are media. But when you talk about the president of the United States, and this is where, it, where, 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 where I get lost. You lead all people. I don't give a damn about your base. I, I get it, Channing. I understand it. Like, yes, you're trying to win, but you know, you're gonna jeopardize me. You're gonna jeopardize my people. He did it the first time. No, 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 no. He did it the first time. Bro, he's not jeopardizing us because we all have money. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He is for people with money. If you see what they talk about with the economy, Biden wants to. To, to tax the rich, the billionaires, and give it to the poor people. Trump wants to let the billionaires off because his point is that when the billionaires have excessive money, now they're going to spend more. But, and but, that's where his economy's coming from. And to be honest, fellas, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm going to go on the other side here. The economy is booming, fellas. 
The economy's higher now. Really oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Listen, I'm going to tell you what's one thing. What's the wave, The stock market is higher now than it was before COVID hit. The economy is booming. And that's one thing Trump said last week that is true. Because y'all see y'all 401ks. I see my nest egg. I see my investments. Okay. Bro, the market is doing well right uh, now. Uh, and uh, that's, but here, but here's that's my who thing. Trump, that's who Trump wants to make happy. That's right. People that's right. Money. But, but here's the deal. So, and, and I'm really speaking to uh, the black community right now. Majority of us, the athletes that make it, we come from places where we struggle. Yeah. Right? Overlooked. We're underprivileged, underserved. So you make it out. And Trump wins. You save money. You make money and save money. You make money and save money. But the money you make and the money you save, you then take and you go take it back to where you come from because ain't nobody making no money. Nope. So so where's the benefit? Where's the value? And that's where people ask me, why are you a Democrat? Because you have millions. And I say, I'm the only person I know that I grew up with that has millions. I would rather my family and my friends strive. I would rather my family and my friends get benefits and get tax cuts as lower income people than me as a millionaire gaining, where I know that we're going to lose money, fellas. I was in the league when Barack got in office, and I remember when my, when my taxes went up 37%. I got a check, and I was like, that ain't supposed to be that low. That million ain't supposed to be 635. But Barack started taxing the rich. And I was okay with it because, fellas, everybody I know does not have the money that we have. And that's the decision that people have to make. And that's the decision I made. Why am I a Democrat? Because of the fact that the money side is not going to affect me because I'm the only one that I really care about that I, in my heart, that can think about the fiscal side, the, the financial side of who the presidency is. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but that's why I vote the way I vote. Yeah, I mean, but it would be I'll, advantageous I'll say, to my I'll, pockets I'll to say vote it, I'll say it, I'll say it right now. Um, you know, business is booming. Yes. Business is booming. You know, when you look at the stock market, I mean, if you're not up 15% right now in this market, I mean, you just, you just dumb. Oh, Chef, you coming at the right time. Yeah. Because <laughs> business is booming. Yo. Oh. What did Chef just say? What you got going on Garlic here? noodles and crab. Wait, who? It's inspired by crustaceans in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Well, you got to tell us. I mean, everybody ain't been to uh, Beverly Hills, Chef. Everybody ain't fancy like you now. You got to tell us a little bit about it now. So, okay. Inspired by crustaceans. Crustaceans okay. restaurant in Beverly Hills. It's garlic noodles with crab. Awesome. It's great. Wait, no mind. Oh. Um, chef, before you go, did you watch the debate last night? Yes, the debacle of a debate. Yes, I did. <laughs> why, why, why do you think it was a debacle? It was just a mess. Our chief, of, was it, uh, head of state, he just kept talking over everyone. Just say president or commander. Or I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's a sad time because I've never seen anything like that. I don't even want to talk about it. Bad honestly. example? Yes, very bad. Very bad. Uh, How's that taste? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, my goodness. Everybody, yeah. you didn't taste oh yours goodness. yet? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you like it, Chad? I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I taste yeah, it yet, but yeah. it's coming. Channing, good. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy. Do your thing. <laughs> you always do your thing. I, I really just wanted to say um, 
at the end of the day, when you, when you, you mentioned the economy, the reason many people might think Trump's economy was better than Obama's economy, the economy's been riding really the last eight, 10 years. It's been amazing at the end of the day, coming off the recession. In fact, Obama was averaging 225,000 new jobs a month versus Trump's 193,000 new jobs. Obama, his stock market in the first term was better coming off of the financial recession. And Trump caught that wave. It's easier to maintain a wave. And then he introduced a lot of tax cuts. See, what people got to also understand is when the, the, the office changes parties, if you go from uh, Republicans to Democrat, generally the head of big corporations are Republican CEOs. They're going to lay a lot of people off, and that's going to affect the economy. You know what I'm saying? While in, in, on, on the flip side of that, if it goes the opposite direction, Republican to Democrat, well, Democrats to Republican, they're going to shrink the taxes, right? So now they're able to hire more and do more. So the economy should look better. So I always sit back. Whenever this thing switches up, depends on who's going into offices and who's coming out. It's a perfect time to bet whatever you need to bet in the stock market. Whether you bet against the market or you're going to put more money in the market just by who's going in there. But to your point, Trump, he's a talker. He's a businessman. Mm-hmm. He's a salesperson. It hasn't been as gravy as he said it has been, much like his businesses. And I ain't beating him up. Those are just the facts. They, he get fact-checked all the time. Yeah. He's a notorious liar. And at the end, at the very, very, very absolute end of the day, I'm an independent. I, I love to see whose policies are for who. I know that the more you put into the system, you pay your taxes, the better off we're able to operate. Because I give back and, I, and, and I'm able to move my money in different places. So raising my taxes doesn't offend me. There's ways to bring that back down. So, so deductions, whatever the case may be. So I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Channing said he necessarily right. wasn't, right? You don't want us to see your taxes raised. No, no, no. There's I, ways to maneuver around that, though. We, we can Trump maneuver around it, but... He only paid $750 in taxes. So how you feel about that, though? But, about him paying $750 in taxes? The greatest loophole in American tax is commercial real estate. You find a way to get in that business, you're able to write off almost any thing. And he just was able to take advantage of it. I ain't mad at him. It looks bad. It's a bad look. But you can't be mad. He's a businessman. He made but, his business but, move. But Fred, Thanks to, to his people realizing what the loophole okay, was. Fred, oh. but, but quickly, Fred, to what you just said, the tax loophole in Trump's economy or in a Republican economy is commercial real estate. It's corporate. It's more corporate so. real estate. It's money. More corporate money. than com- under Obama. So, but he so had, he gave this, more Fred, handouts for I have it. investment properties, Fred. We talked about this. I have investment properties. And I'm the only one in my family that I know that has investment properties. So if you have money in, in, a Trump, in the Trump world, in the Trump U.S., if you have money, you're going to make more money. But most of the people, and I don't want to speak for y'all, let me know if I'm speaking that line, but most of the people I'm that I'm the only one with money in my family. Most of the people are family members, our moms, our grandmas, <laughs> our <think>. cousins. <laughs> if they have money, it's because of us. That's right. It's because of us. So they're not getting those tax breaks for having commercial real estate. Of course. There's right. not, my, my family can't have commercial. They don't, they, they don't have a, me and my wife are bought in on a, on a strip mall. My family can't afford to buy in on a strip mall. 
So that's why I'm saying where the people I know are not benefiting off of this structure of what's going on right now. And what Biden and Trump talked about last week, Biden and all his videos are for the people, not the billionaires. Bro, all of us are in the top 4% of the nation. So, so all of us, yeah. quickly, all of us sitting down talking are in the top 4% financially of the entire United States. Did y'all know that? I thought it was 1%, yeah, 1%. but I'll take 4, 1%. 1, whatever. Well, y'all, y'all in one. I had to involve myself, so I had to go, <laughs> I had to go 3% lower. Because I, no, I ain't got bread, bread, bread like that. But when I got my little check, my agent told me, he said, congratulations, Crowder, you're in the top 4% of the nation. Yeah. How many people do you know that are in that same you're realm? You're actually in the top 1% in the world. You, how, many, how many people? Yeah, in the, in the world. Yeah. In the, but, but, fellas, how many people did you know when you were 10 years old that are in the top 4% right now? 10. 12, 15, 20, okay, 15, 10, 15. 35. How many people do you know that are in the situation that we're in right now? And that's why... Yeah, I think that's I can where, have money and still understand what money is. A lot of people with money yeah. can understand what money really is. They don't, they don't value right, so a dollar. We, before, before we jump into some COVID-19 and talk about football, um, that was a defining moment in a debate where Trump went and denounced white supremacy. So, you know, that jumped out to you. But it's pathetic. But what about, you know, there's other issues out there. And I think... That's why it's pathetic. You know what I mean? Like, right now, there's so much racial tension, and I think we can get lost. Like you said, Ocho, there's so many people watching the debate or going to vote for the very first time, and they're not prepared. They don't understand the mechanics of voting. They don't understand the mechanics of registering to vote. They don't understand that they're going to be probably 25 races that they're going to look at at the ballot box. So... There were six things Chris Wallace laid out, the moderator laid out last. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit, credit to the people. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Was there anything else? Healthcare. He didn't have a plan. I mean, Trump came in and said, you know what? I just really want to delete everything that Obama did. And that immediately really was a sign. It was a red flag to see how this guy was going to lead and president. I shouldn't say lead to see how this guy was going to direct his resentment for Obama. And, and really, we all got to deal with it at the end of the day. <clears throat> I don't understand how someone with a heart, you know, or with love or compassion towards other people, how could you continue to bleed and follow, you know, the divisive rhetoric that this guy spews out you know each crazy? and every day? That's why I asked about values and beliefs. Because a lot of the people in this country, 
they're still stuck in this old way of thinking. That's what I meant about values and beliefs versus his policy. But, here's but they'll the tell thing. you it's about his policy. Yeah, when but, it's not. but but here here's the craziest thing, man. You go back four years ago. I love Donald Trump. I was like, oh my goodness, like this is exactly what we need. This dude talking about clean out the swamp. This dude cutting people off. You know, we got a. Uh, we got just a, a non-politician running for office. And I was like, this is amazing. Because you said it, I'm not into politics. And I was like, this is exactly what we need for change. And I thought about how this dude could be a trailblazer and innovator, and he can go down as the best president ever. And that's exactly what we needed. And he messed it up. Like, all he had to do. Don't pick a side. Be for black, be for white. Like, I thought it was genius how he talked. How he, I, I thought it was just perfect for what we needed. Even like now, he's talking like, oh, my base, my base. Your base could be bigger. That's exactly what our community want. We want that. We don't want no politician in office. We want somebody that's really going to help us and change. But when you go up there and you say, well, we're going to build this wall. And you, and you have these, these, these crazy immigration laws and you go out there and you don't denounce white supremacy. Like you messed it up. The reason like he, he messed up the bag, bro. The reason he really he's, he's still standing is because he's politicizing America. Basically, what I'm saying is he running game on his base. I don't I don't want to run a game on his base. But it's like, but that's that's politics. That's politics. He went for let's let's go sports turn. It's like he went for two Super Bowls over six. That's what this is like to me. But it's politics. If he, if, if, if he got in office and he stood up for everybody, he denounced white supremacy. Everybody loves him. You know, they, in the call out, Joe Biden, too. You know, I said last night that Joe was on Adderall and Cuban coffee <laughs> to make sure he was on point, right? I said, stay in your lane, Joe. They're ready to see you slip. That's the thing. Back in his younger days in the Senate, he signed off on a lot of things that hurt black people. Obviously, Trump is trying to make amends by freeing black people and going back to make sure or look at certain cases that were uh, harsh, uh, extremely severe uh, penalties. And he's freed a few people. Whether that's political or not, he is definitely, in my opinion, politicizing the country to make sure he hang on to his base. He does that, but in the same breath, he's on tape demeaning and talking shit about the troops and about the veterans when he ran away from that. This so guy, he's the biggest liar. Now, the lesser of the two, I'm an independent, as I said a little bit ago. I don't, I don't consider myself democratic because they try to put you in a box. Black people got to be Democrats. I, think, I don't agree with that. And, 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 and white people or the uppity black people got to be Republicans. I don't agree with that. I agree with looking at policy, and I'm just getting into this whole political thing. I don't consider myself political, but I pay attention. This election is going down as the most historical election in the United, in United States history, okay? Number one, you got to register, and that deadline's coming up. That's key. Um, in a couple days in Florida, you got a couple more weeks in California, 13,000 different voting districts. You got to just, just Google your back, your backyard and, and the different, you know, rules and, and the different ways to approach the ballot box. But you gotta, you gotta register. You gotta understand 
you know, how to register. You got to have a valid driver's license. There's some things you just got to have. You can go to vote411.org and you can just plug in your, your address and it's going to tell you exactly what's going to happen at the ballot box for you. You know, so there is, you know, the president, you know, you're going to be voting for the president, but there could be 23 other things. You don't have to vote for all of them. You can leave it blank. That's where the power is at. The power is understanding what you're going to vote, that sheriff, that sheriff in your town. Right. You know, there's things that you got to know. So just go to Google. But you got to be prepared. You got to understand when you go to the ballot box. We just got to hit that. You know, this is the most historical election. This is going to go down in history. Um, this could change the outcome for the next 50 years. So pushing the conversation forward because there was so much. And they also hit on COVID-19. The Tennessee Titans, Channing. Yeah. And also the Minnesota Vikings. They played against each other. A couple of guys from the Tennessee Titans tested positive for COVID-19, shutting it down. And that was the talk going into this year. Is this season even going to make it through? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even think it was. I was telling people, I was like, there's no way. It's too many guys. When the Marlins had 17 people, the, after week one of the MLB season opened up, the Marlins had 17 players and supporting staff test positive. So I'm like, there's no way that these NFL guys with, well, we got 30, 30 supporting staff and 60, 70 dudes. We got 100. There's no chance for them to play every single game they're playing. First time it popped up was this week or last week with the Tennessee Titans and the Vikings. And now the Titans play this week and it's been postponed. And the Vikings now are going to postpone it. There is no reason why a team that plays 16 games and a team that plays 15 games can't do winning percentage and go to the playoffs. Like, we knew, fellas. I knew that. I knew every team was not going to play 16. So if I knew it, Chad, Fred, they should have known that they have to have a contingency plan on something that happened with Tennessee, like this week. Them games going to be played come hella high water because that money, in order for that TV money to kick in, <laughs> for those deals, for all those contracts that have been given out that have to be paid, remember now, the money don't come from the owners. They don't come out from their pocket. That come from no TV and those games being played. They're going to get them played if they have to change it, like the Steelers game against the Titans. It'll probably be on a maybe a Monday night. They maybe have a Monday night doubleheader or Tuesday. But they're going to get them games played come hell or high water. Right. Trust me. I think uh, now we're in an environment where um, we have the, the quick testing results. Yeah. You know, they're going to look at, right, they're going to look at the nine guys or players or staff or whomever it was and say, all right, you guys, y'all got a quarantine. We got to say face, y'all got a quarantine. Everybody else, next man up. The league has always been about next man up. They're going to find a way to keep the car rolling, right? Like Ocho said, they're going to make that money at the end of the day. So we'll, we'll, we'll be surprised. Fred, Fred, it's going to be a full put, season. I'm just saying, but you're going to put the quality of the game, your integrity of your game to side. Because think integrity. about it, tennis. Tennessee doesn't get – they can't – Tennessee? Can't, they can't – The folk care about their money, man. We care about their Okay. I, 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 I agree with, with y'all 100% on this. <laughs> but just think about it, fellas. You a politician now? You lying to us? You want to say a lot of us? You cannot say y'all meet Saturday, have a couple workouts, and then play Tuesday because we got to get our TV money. Says who? I, I can play. I, I, I think, think they're going to do it, I, man. I think you have to, though. No I think you have to because, bro, you got to be agile. It'll be a mess. If we're like, oh, we're going to postpone this game, we're going to cancel this game, we're going to wait till the end of the year, it'll be a mess. You know what I mean? You can't do that. You got to be agile. It is what it is. You just got to take it on the chin. Got to if your team, if your team tests positive, you got too many people test positive, 
and, and you got to go virtual. You got to go walk through. That's that it is what it is. That's this year. I think that, you know, it comes down to leadership in the locker room. But let me ask you about this, though, because I'm with you, too. Like, what but, is these but, dudes but, doing? No, like, no, come no, on, bro. No, like, no, you no. go to Instagram right now. Yeah. Forget right now. Let's go before the season. You go in the camp. This is when I knew it was going to be a disaster. <laughs> you got dudes at Disney World a week before the season. Yeah. I'm seeing dudes having yacht parties a week mm-hmm. before the season. I, you go to Instagram right now. You, you see some of the stars, and they got dudes and all kinds of people at their house. They got it on their story. Like, where is, I don't know what these people did. Now you jeopardizing the entire, not only the locker room, the entire organization. But not your organization either. Because think about the Titans and the Vikings. The Titans tested positive, but the Vikings had to quarantine because they played the Titans. So do the Titans and the Vikings both get punished by only having two days prepared for a game? The Vikings did nothing wrong. The Titans did something wrong. Yeah, but now they, they but they, no one tested positive for the Vikings, so they let them practice. So they'll have their, they'll but, have their. their but that's their, what I'm saying. So let's say that. Let's say, like I'm saying, the Titans, they're going to play Tuesday, but they can't practice till Saturday. So y'all are cool with, okay, it's your fault. I think it's you your have fault to. That, it's Bro, this your, is not. To be, it's your fault. Yes. That two of your players got sick. So it's your yes. fault that you have less time to yes. prepare for a game. Yes, because, because, it's, be, because it's a global pandemic and we're trying to play sports. And I think we should play sports. It's COVID-19, so everybody got to be agile. Like, this is not the NFL of 2019. This is not the NFL of 2010. Like, it's totally different. So I think everybody got to be agile if we want this to work. It is what it is. So one, one, and I don't know the situation in Tennessee, one practice squad receiver wants to party and go to the games. So now Mike Vrabel and the whole organization has to suffer. 100%. 100%. It is what it is. We're not going to have ball. Because yeah. think about this. Here's another thing to think about. The Jets, Washington. Oh, there's a lot of 0-3 teams. You, you know, a lot of terrible there's teams. There's a lot of 0-3 teams yes. right now, right? The Jets ain't shit. But, but let's just, let's, there's a couple teams. That's so terrible. But think about all the teams. You come November, come December, you're out of it. What is them dudes on the team going to do? The 46th person on the roster. Shake it up. <laughs> Me and that shake them up. Chad going to be out there in those streets. If, you know, Cincinnati, they was terrible. Y'all was terrible. Oh. What you mean? Who oh, was good, man? Y'all was good. Yeah, it was good. Was Why y'all never won a Super Bowl? Huh? Why y'all never won a Super Bowl? You want me to speak on the behalf of the entire organization? That's on, exactly on why they what I want win? you to do. I don't know. I don't know. Come bro, Mr. you got to give us something, bro. Mr. You got to you know You're asking me why we as a whole didn't win. I don't know. You got to know. There, it, was, it, was it you? Yeah. Were you a distraction? Was the quarterback was not good enough? Well, y'all ain't have a defense. I didn't do anything wrong. The, the head coach? The head coach? Was the he under? The he I don't know. I had a That's job. what a lot of I people listened. say. A lot of people had, say your coach. I had a, it like, coach. It's a team game, right? <laughs> yes. It's a team game. And you know how it works? You know how an engine in the car works? All the pieces to the engine have to work together as one. Only thing I could control was my job. And I did that mother very well. <laughs> you know, I don't talk about what anybody else should do with a coach or my other teammates. I just try to handle Chad, and that's it. Why y'all never won the Super Bowl? Yeah, why Us? y'all? Yeah, yeah. y'all. Oh, Miami. we were terrible. Drafted by Saban, <laughs> then played for Sperano, then Philbin. Bro, I the organization was garbage, to be honest. But Chad, I to Chad Poole, I'm going to ask, I'm going to tell him now, I'm going to explain this to Chad. Chad, you were great, all pro, everything else. We know, Chad, I played against you. And, but I played with Jason Taylor. I, I played with Zach Thomas, who are also Hall of Famers. You ran your ass or, over, too. You don't care about Hall of Fame. Yeah, he do. Yeah. I am Hall of Fame. We don't over that can of hey, yeah, yeah. I'm Hall of Fame. What? What about a Joe Thomas, who played for Cleveland for 11 years, all pro every time, good. but couldn't win? 
Bro, those one, JT, Jason Taylor was a dog. Zach was a dog. Ricky was a dog. Ronnie was a dog. We didn't have enough dogs playing together. You know what? What's good and about that? we didn't that? have a head coach that could put those dogs together and figure it out. That's your answer, Chad. You can steal it from me. You can be a dog, but you need 11 motherfuckers that can be dogs as well and follow that big dog. And that's what our problem is. And, Chad, I tell you, that's what y'all I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take my shot to we plug beat myself. Huh? Real quick. <laughs> hey, they did. Chad didn't run me over, but they did. I did run you over. Bro, wow. Twitter, Twitter went crazy. Man, you ain't run me yeah. over. I got a, I found Twitter the, wasn't even no, popping back No, no, no. no. After the last episode, Twitter was like, oh. "Bro, I can't find this game." <laughs> Chad, you ain't coming there. Chad, you was 142 pounds. I was 162. <laughs> 162. Number out. Hey, I want to take this moment. You say them boys were dogs. You know, for the record. Yeah. What I did to them dolphins against them dogs. <laughs> I mean, I gotta take my shot, right? We talking about the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, bro, on your nomination. Hey, I would be real. We gonna be real. We gonna be real. I kill Fresh. that. You got sixty carries a game because y'all wasn't. Sh <laughs> everybody knows that. Is he serious? Fred, everybody knows I got that. The third was highest average. No, the second yeah. highest average per carry in the history. And you got a bunch of goddamn uh, carries, so you was going to break one. The more carries I get, the less my average should be. No, it yeah. shouldn't, Let's talk Fred. to him. Fred. Me and, hold on, per, any running back over 2,500 carries, me and Barry Sanders, the only one with 4.6 yards to carry, baby. Oh, Fred, you was a dog. I, I crushed the f***ing dolphin. Well, Fred, think about what you just said, though. Think the, about what he just the said, The dolphin brother. killer. You. The and Spiller, Barry Sanders. Killer's killer. You and Dolphin Barry Sanders killer. are the only two Ask people Luke. over 2,500 carries. That means that both of y'all was on garbage-ass teams that fed y'all the ball. What you Fred, said in episode one, what, what he said what episode one, when he saw Fred T out there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fred T tried to f with me. He tried to give me Fred, yeah. Fred, you was a dog, Fred. I know. Because I said, you know what? So it, they so, gonna throw right, the ball right, 13 right. times this game. So, so is Fred a Hall of Famer? Yes. In my mind, yes. In my mind. I've seen that boy play, and I know how to do his move. You know how to do his move? Look. That little kid. You ready? You got to raise up with that bit. Yeah, that's a little Hey, that boy cut the balance. Okay, so you say yes. What you say? I say yes for sure, because I played against Fred. I told you story. You took like 10 seconds to answer the question now. I'm going to tell you this, though. Fred, Chad, and Brandon, I tell all y'all this, because if they let me in the Hall of Fame, them motherfuckers drunk. <laughs> y'all all had, y'all don't have enough team success to go to the Hall of Fame. So um, Joe Thomas, so we based the Hall of Fame you just, you just, you just on team Joe success? Thomas made Is that what we doing? Pro. He made, no, no, no. And Why y'all keep moving the go to the Is what is required to get to the Hall of Fame? It's about I, individual, individual accomplishments numbers. in between the white lines. And Ocho, I ain't going to call you Chad. We talking football. I'm going to call you Ocho. I'm going to call you Ocho right now. Chad. Go ahead, go ahead. Go you ahead. was the dog. Everybody knows you was a dog. I was, I was Chihuahua. Go ahead. No, no, no. I always say you want a Rottweiler, maybe a, a Sharpay. Now I was the Bull Terrier. When you walked out on that field, people knew you. But what did your talent do to your team? I don't agree with it. Y'all don't jump on me now because I can say I'm the only motherfucker ain't got a chance. Man. But. I think that the voters look at that where, okay, Who? you were so great. You were Who's so voting? great. Who's you voting? were so great. The Who's media, media members. Who's doing the media voting? Media members vote. Is Everybody the, knows let, that. Let me ask you something before you finish. Is it the people I played against? No. Is it the defensive coordinators that had to deal with me every Sunday? No. When we yeah. had, when I had personally, I, heard, let me, let me I heard in the meeting, we're going to run let me finish. 33 
Double Chad. We had a call called Double Chad. But did you, did you see what I said? Are the people voting, or the people that had to deal with me on Sundays? No. Then the motherfucking vote don't matter. <laughs> I'm with you. And I'm going to finish on that. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, you going to walk off? Drive the mic. <laughs> drive, drive the mic. That's it. That's it. <laughs> we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah. Wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team. He got to eat, you know. Spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You got to light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bag. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.